What do you get when you combine a licensed professional counselor who loves lifelong physical fitness with a strength and conditioning coach who loves mental development? You get Jonathan Pishner and Jerry Hanley, two guys who love to help you find ways to fix problems that will improve your life through what they call asymmetric habits, specific changes you can make with outsized payoffs. going on everybody for the first time this year i'm here with my friend jp jonathan pishner from apex counseling again just to have one of our little like facebook fireside zoom stream yard <laughs> chats um but we're excited about getting these topics that we got together today's topic is your personal legend as soon as we brought that one up in conversation we knew that would, that was one we wanted to start with and dig in pretty deep uh, we've had a good conversation about beforehand and trading notes uh, John, you want to go and get started real quick? Uh, yeah. So, so as soon as you said something about personal legend, I was like, oh, man, OK, yeah, we got to talk about that because there's uh, there's multiple types of counseling and psychotherapy that are centered around the fact that we think in stories. So uh, the idea of somebody crafting a personal legend for themselves is uh, it's actually it's using different words, but it's actually central to one type of uh, uh, counseling theory. Uh, so, but without having to like do a formal counseling process, there's a ton of value in a person thinking about what is the personal legend that they want to live out? What is the story of their life that they want to live out? But there's a, there's a ton of ways that that goes sideways for a lot of people. So this is a valuable topic for us to spend yeah. a few minutes on. Yeah. I can say for sure that. I have thought about stories in myself for, I mean, like I said, the whole time since I was a little kid, like envisioning what I wanted to do or even, you know, daydreaming, um, even put, you know, spending time in the car or whatever. But in the last couple of years, actually, I know that I've been putting a lot more emphasis on that itself. Like both things that I learned about, like you said, how humans themselves actually viewed story, used story, um, how our brain processes time. And so this theory of a personal legend, which the, the term comes specifically from the book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho there in the notes. Um, but I just thought it was perfect. Like one of the key things is that people don't, you know, like the, there, there's everybody, most people heard the phrase or something along the lines of it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the number, it's the amount of life in the breath or the moment of time to take your breath away, something like that. Um, but I mean, in general, that idea that life is not only measured by actual years lived, but by the type of life that fills it up. And I feel like that's very central to this because I know like brain chemistry actually shows that the more novelty, the more outside of the ordinary experience you can give it in, in, in fill with, and again, just feel with those like big moments or just outside the ordinary memorable things. That's what makes time seem to pass slower. So rather than going faster and running out of time, life literally seems slower to our brains. The more the more of it we're experiencing with like new big things. And I feel like that ties in perfectly with this idea of the personal legend. Yeah. And you even think of the people that are memorable to us. Uh, a lot of people don't even realize the fact that I'm older than Bruce Lee ever made it. Uh, he died at like 30, 32, something like that. 
be crammed so much living into that short amount of time that you know almost his entire story is is well known and is almost like a legend if you will um but yeah talking about like the peaks being the important part you go throughout history and and you see that that quote come up over and over again in different forms you know you got jack london saying i'd rather be ashes than dust um you know the, the idea just has manifested itself through centuries and let's let's say millennia probably because uh, our brains haven't significantly changed over the course of a few thousand years as far as we can measure exactly uh, so like with the personal legend it's like it's I, I think that, you know there's a couple of key pieces to it one like the foundational part is it's what you kind of always wanted to accomplish those things that your brain is you know, as far back as you can remember, when you think about the things you wanted to do in your life, what did you want to do? And that does not mean that's not the type of question that they ask you, say, in in, in school. And, you know, you say like a firefighter or a, a doctor, like, you know, that, that can be a little piece of it, but I'm not talking about that here. It's like the how big do you want to feel like your life is, you know, like there's like that foundational part. Like, do you want to go out and kind of feel like, you know, go on adventures and, and explore? Do you want to have all this freedom or do you want to be somebody that people look up to? Or do you want to be somebody who spends a lot of time like helping others? Like that foundation is set at a very early age. And I think, and I think giving, paying more attention to that and more giving more value to it, is a key part of this. As I said, it's not the facts that make it up. It's the it's that more that overlying sensation that like that true outcome. You know, like maybe you wanted maybe you said you wanted to be a doctor because you wanted to help people. That part doesn't work out. But if you end up being a successful business person and can turn that into philanthropy, you know, and then you can you can take that and still accomplish that that ideal that you wanted at an early age when you're much older in life. Yeah. And, and the sad thing is like, like if, if we were, if we were speaking in terms of psychoanalytic uh, uh, psychology theory, we'd be calling this a life script, but it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, the theory is that your life script is more or less set uh, pretty early. Like, like our, our desires aren't very changeable. What is changeable and, and a sad thing about people's personal legend or life script or whatever we choose to call it is that it gets covered up with a whole bunch of extra nonsense. Uh, you, you use the doctor example, so I'm just going to steal it. Um, there's some people who like, Oh man, I want to, I want to be an entertainer, but then they might cover that up with the other thing with being a doctor. Cause that's what their family says they want to, they, they should want, uh, or society or their teachers or whatever. Um, so what's interesting is you ask a five-year-old what they want, they're, they're pretty in touch with it. Sometimes you ask a 25-year-old what they want, and it's like they blue screen, like, like they don't even understand how to answer that question anymore because it's covered up with a bunch of other stuff. They haven't even been in touch with what they wanted for years, decades. Uh, and so like here, here as we talk about it, we're going to you know, be like, oh, yeah, write your personal legend as if that's like an easy thing. There's a lot of people who are going to like stay at step one on that for a while because we got to dig through nine layers of dirt to get to what did we actually used to want. Yeah, like so many times I can, 
I know that I can relate to that because I've come across, I've asked myself why or what it is I want so many times. And like I said, it takes, I had to ask a lot of times to even start really figuring out and realizing I was like finally getting to that answer. Uh, and I really like the part you got to because it was definitely one of the things I wanted to hit about the other things you start letting get in the way or those other things like the, I think two of the biggest things that do start holding people back and holding people away from, from fulfilling that life script that they want um, and hitting and really getting that personal legends detailed, like into the nitty gritty part is one, like you said, what, like what their environment tells them, like you said, which is, it can be, it can come in parents or family um, it can come from teachers. It can come from peers. It can come from just the media. Like you said, all those things telling you what is normal or what is likely. And that's all just based on their beliefs and their experiences, but you hear them, you know, you can't choose some of it. Like the people that are around when you're little, you can't choose that. So the message that you hear thousands of times is is going to be heard, like you said, in your subconscious. So if it's not if it's not a positive one, if it's not a particularly encouraging one, then it does take actual for one, you said you pretty much have to identify that that is a that is a problem. And then it's gonna take actual work to change it. But like I said, just because and that it's okay to change it. That people yeah. just look on that all the time. Exactly, exactly. And um yeah, like hearing though, just re like really going to what you want to do is okay, is perfectly okay to go try to do what you want to do. Um and the second one, not just the people in the in like the environment that you're in, but is also the the routine or the, or the mundane things in life. Like I said, like, you know, there's positive routines, there's positive mundane things, but if you're always losing those, if you always feel like that's what you need to do, it's very easy to do that as again, another excuse to never try to actually like figure out the bigger things. You know, if you always have to stay home and, you know, clean or like you always have to cook like the, just those recyclable things, when it's like, hey, you know, like, you know, since we're both in business, you know, say you want, you know, you want to try to figure out that next step of your business to be able to reach and help more people. And, you know, even spending like 15 or 30 minutes a few days a week on those ideas could help you get there. But if instead every single time it's like the options are, let me spend 30 minutes on that or let me spend 30 minutes tidying the books up. And you're always choosing that one. <laughs> it's like just that type of just constant behavior that never lets you get to the bigger well, step. Well, well and, and yeah, let's uh, uh, you know, let's share about that for a second because that's that's really valuable. You know, here you got two people who are very aware of that, and yet, how easy is it still to want to clean it, clean up the books instead of do the tougher thing? Every single day, that's my struggle. Literally, every single day, that's my struggle. Yeah. Yep. It's huge. Yeah, like I mean, I've got I've got a big like next step project to work on this weekend, and I know I'm gonna like sit down to do it, and I'll be like, oh man, that drain needs cleaned out. I better probably go do that, and and like I've got to fight against that. Uh, but then when you're not aware of it, how, you know, it, it's even easier to fall into that. So like awareness is key, but is it, it damn sure doesn't solve the problem all the way. Yes. Uh, a couple of pieces that came uh, – well, actually, like – so in the description, again, I mentioned two books that I think would be great reads for people who get a lot out of this. The Alchemist, 
the other one was a thousand or a million miles in a thousand years. And what happens there is like that one's a real life story from the author, uh, Donald Miller. And one of the things he does is, I mean, yeah, he's like a author who eventually has success um, just on the story. They want to make a movie out of it. It's called like Blue Like Jazz or something. I've literally never heard of it. But he has kind of just fallen back into that, like I'm not doing anything else at all. And when he suddenly switches and starts doing – like when he becomes aware, it's like the fact that they're trying to make a movie and the movie guys are pointing out that his life is really uninteresting from the point of a movie. So they wanted to change all these details about it to make it interesting to the audience. And that's when he's like, man, like, yeah, like, cause he didn't, you know, he'd be against them cause it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And then he's after a while, he's like, man, like, yeah, like that kind of is like what my life is like. And it's not interesting from the outside. So why don't I try to actually make it interesting now? <laughs> you know, and that like kind of change and that pretty much changed it. That's like the, like that, that's like when the, the, the story finally turns and, I said that was a big one for me actually reading that book. So that's why I wanted to bring that one up specifically. Yeah, that, that, that sounds awesome. I'm, I want to read that now because uh, that's I, – I, I love hearing those stories and I love the opportunity for other people to hear those stories because um, one of the things that people fall into is that they think they shouldn't want to to live the life that's, that's really authentic to them. Uh, I, actually, the, 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 this is relevant. Uh, uh, did, did I ever tell you why I named my practice Apex Counseling? Did I ever tell you that story? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because uh, most, well, it, 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 it kind of came from uh, uh, like a, like a twofold thing. But one of the big ones was most people fall into like depression, anxiety. It's really easy for them to marinate in their traumas because of a, a mistake they make, which is society tells us to aim for the middle uh you know aim for that that like you know uh, uh job you're supposed, you know go be an accountant like, like nobody nobody says hey uh oh you want to be a rock star go be a rock star mm-hmm. uh and most people end up le- uh the, the the phrase i heard from somewhere else it's not my phrase uh lives of quiet and desperation because most people if they aim for the absolute top and they miss, they still have a much more fulfilling life than if they aimed for the middle and got there. Because even if you aim for absolutely what you want and missed, the one thing you never have is that regret of, man, I should have tried. Because at least you know, like, you know, if I want to be a rock star and and decide to go do it, I mean, I'm basically tone deaf. Uh, You know, I'm starting late. It's probably not going to happen. But if I decide tomorrow that's what I need to do, at least if I do it, I won't like be 70 years old and be telling myself like, man, I, I should have tried. I should have done it. I won't have that regret. And so many people live with that. I work with so many people who are doctors that want to be Instagram models. I work with you know <laughs> lawyers who wish they were you know just like a teacher and coaching Little League a little bit uh, or, or vice versa. Like so many people – cover up that personal legend with just this other thing that's stamped, sanctioned and approved by everybody else. Yes. And that works for five years, you know, ish. You, you might be able to white knuckle it through 10, but you know, here's a great example. Pick any person, you know, that uh, has an obvious midlife crisis. They, you know, 
anybody anybody you see who divorces their wife, moves to college, some 19-year-old, buys a Lamborghini, all that crazy stuff we associate with midlife crisis, mm -hmm. it's very easy to know what happened. What happened was they spent too many years denying who and what they really were. The pressure got too much, and, and they finally like broke and, and were trying something new. It's probably not really what they want, but they just snapped and had to go off and try something. Yeah, man, that's that's so spot on. What's funny, like one of the things you mentioned earlier, what actually made me think of a of a tweet I saw from Elon Musk this morning, <laughs> and it was just it was basic, but it was like I'd rather be an optimist and be wrong than be a pessimist and be right. <laughs> you know? But <laughs> so as soon as you said that, I was like, because I remember seeing it this morning and being like, yeah, like you know, he like he's nuts, but I, I personally like the guy. <laughs> oh. well, well, there's a fine line between madness and genius, and I think he. Steps back and forth across. Exactly. Got one foot in each for sure. Um, yeah, like uh, a couple of the pieces from, it's like said from the Alchemist. Uh, also, want to bring out was like um, one was it like a big part in the story of that personal legend. Um, well, a couple of them was one is recognizing omens, which you know an omen can sound like a very new agey word or or you know like a very old word. People are like omens, what the hell? But really, all when you think about. Like, that's just, again, that's just the old fashioned way of saying like recognize the opportunities or in the signs. And again, like with, and really those are two different things. Like rec like opportunities will come up to the chance to at least work on those things that you, that will help you feel more fulfilled and build that personal legend. But at the same time, like do recognize the signs that are saying whether or not you're moving in the right direction or not. Like, if you if you're stressed out, because like, this is a big one for me too right now. Like if I'm stressed out, like um, from just how things are going, or like the pace, or it seems like starting to juggle a lot, or something like that, and it almost always seems that I'm, I, I I will notice more right at those points when I'll suddenly get you know like either a handful of texts or see messages on on Facebook that people send just talking about how much they appreciate in like the impact that we've been able to have through Viking performance, like on their life or on their kid's life or things like that. And it's like, those to me, are I mean, directs, like those always help me, like you're going to recalibrate in the direction I'm going. So like seeing those signs um, and like, just, just like seeing those opportunities and moving on. Cause it's like, again, like new Asia language aside, the universe wants us to succeed in like and build that momentum. So whether you think on anything like that or not, there is like a very pretty much like proven like science. I know there is at least psychologically and mentally, if not physically, but there's like that proven science to positive momentum. Mm -hmm. you, you know, talking about that, like, like, you know, it was even uh, we start we, we were doing these and uh, I was privately wondering one day, I was like, man, I, I hope these are actually useful to people. And then it wasn't like a day later you told me like that somebody had messaged you and said, yeah, you know, I, I was, I've been watching the live cast. They're helpful. And you told me, I was like, well, shoot, man, if one person finds them useful, then okay, let's, let's keep doing them. Like, you know, that's, but, but like, as, as your, uh, to your point, that's a good version of an omen. Like, oh, okay, we're moving in the right direction. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you know, one, one thing that's, that's really important to point out that, that I really like to, to encourage people to think about, um, when somebody's building their personal legend, there is a, a mistake, especially today. Like I, I assume it was probably around before, but uh, I'm gonna 
I'm fond of blaming social media for a lot of things. I'm going to blame it for this too. Uh, even though we're on social media right now, irony. Uh, so there's a lot of people as they craft their personal legend, they leave something important out, which is they, they see where they want to be, but part of their story, they don't account for like, well, as part of my story, how do I deal with setbacks? How do I deal with mistakes? How do I deal with it when I screw up? Um, a lot of people think they can craft their, their personal legend. They think they can craft a winning life script where they somehow do everything perfectly and there's never a mistake. And that that's, that's not a good mindset because then it puts you in a position of like, you make that one mistake and you take it as an omen of like, Oh no, I'm screwing this up. I better quit. Um, I can't remember if I ever told you or if, if we ever talked about it on live stream. Did I, did I ever take my hands down my favorite hero story series of movies? I don't, think, I don't so. think so. The Rocky movies. Now, not particularly like, you know, it's not Shakespeare. But as far as being a hero story, I think it's probably the best hero story on film. Because it's how a human being actually addresses success. Because to tell it in 90 seconds... You got somebody who waited a heck of a long time before you even bothered trying to take an opportunity. And you got one and he kind of went a little somewhere with it, but then he kind of screwed it up and like all the money went away. And then he was like nervous to take the next opportunity. He's like, man, I don't know. And then he did, but then he managed to screw that one up too a little while later. And then like he kind of came back and figured that one out. And then, you know, he signed the wrong form and like lost all of his money and had all the health problems and brain damage from being a boxer too long. And then by the sixth movie, it's like, okay, he's kind of come back a little bit again. And he's, he at least owns his own business and he's doing okay. That's an actual human hero story. Cause what, what we think is like, Oh, personal legend, I'm going to start here and I'm going to like shoot for the stars and never go come back down. And what really happens is we try stuff, we screw it up and hopefully the next time we try stuff, we just screw up better than we did last time. But most people, as they write their legend, they, they, they think they think it's something else. They, they don't think of, okay, as part of me, as part of my legend, like when I screw up, you know, okay, fine. I dust myself off and then I go again instead of taking it as a signal. They just suck and it's time to quit. Man, that's you. I literally never heard of that before. <laughs> he told me that. Like, I never thought about that. That's awesome. I, I don't know. I don't even know what made me I think. Had to go and watch, one like, day, one day I was rewatching those movies, and I was like, it was after I was a counselor, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually how human beings do this. Yeah. At some point, I'm never going to have to go soon now and actually watch one through six in a row and <laughs> absorb that. I, I kind of left four out because that's really more of a war propaganda movie, but I mean, you know, it, it's still in, in the series. <laughs> Yeah, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> That's what it's about <laughs> in training montages. Um, <laughs> well, like one of our athletes recently just actually had to watch Rocky. She's four, she's 15, 14 or 15, and told her mom, right, he's not even really training. <laughs> <laughs> that was like three days ago. <laughs> so, right. um, so I know it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, the one more thing that I wanted to bring up too is like, uh, was um in the idea like uh in it like in the alchemist there's a like a language plays a pretty big part in a way because it is cultural cultural it's placed out in like uh 
Egypt and Middle East a little bit in terms of the actual physical story itself. But one of the things it talks about is um, just like enthusiasm. Like that with everything happening, like even when people don't literally speak the same language, like they can almost always communicate effectively when enthusiasm is involved. And I say, and really that almost crosses even past humans to, you know, like you and a dog, you, like you, you and horse, like it, it, it's an, even an animal kingdom thing too. Like, and to me, like that was a big part in the personal legend crafting that life's crafting that life script is going at it enthusiastically for both like yourself to actually do it. But then it will actually, I think increase or improve like it, like it will strengthen that legend with other people too. Cause again, like people love being around enthusiastic people. Like it's, it, it picks them up. It gives them more energy, like in, especially if they can tell that, you know, it's like, it's, it's genuine. And it just, I like it. I feel like everything is improved when you bring that enthusiasm to the table. So to me, that could be like, that's one of the, the biggest parts to the personal legend is speaking that language of enthusiasm. You know, as you're saying that it, it brings up because enthusiasm is desperately important, like you're saying, and it's a problem for a lot of people. Even if we don't do the next one, we got to do one on that. All right. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we got to do one on enthusiasm. Okay. Sounds great to me. So, because um, like, because you were saying that I had this urge, I was like, oh man, I need to, to like say psychologically, here's how you do, here's how you maintain enthusiasm. And then I was like, shoot, I can't say that in like three minutes. I, I, I'd be hard pressed to do it in 10. Well, all right, man. Good talk. Like I said, I always love doing these things. 25 minutes just flew by. I know, right? Yeah. Like uh, we are looking at doing the next one in two weeks believe so look forward to that and again like you said earlier if, if you know one person gets something out of this listening to it then freaking awesome and that's why we're here yep so all right brother you have a good one anybody who caught this again we hope you like something if you're a reader i mean i said read those two books i said jp and i are both always passing back and forth reading ideas so all right catch everybody later until next time <laughs>